everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 295 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today, we will be reading Romans 5 through 6, as well as Psalm 135, and there is a teaching video from the Bible Project that will be linked in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Let's just get to it. Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We've also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. Ugh. Every hardship we go through, every trial we go through, if we partner with the Lord, the Holy Spirit will take all of that and will use it for something beautiful. And then listen to this. This hope will not disappoint us. We go through things. We see God come through. Maybe not in the way we thought or expected, but we see God come through and it builds our hope. And that hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will someone die for a just person, though for a good person, perhaps someone might even dare to die. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How much more then, since we have now been declared righteous by his blood, will we be saved through him from wrath? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, then how much more having been reconciled will we be, um, will we be saved by his life? And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through the sin, death through sin in this way, death spread to all people because all sinned. In fact, sin was in the world before the law, but sin is not charged to a person's account when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who did not sin in the likeness of Adam's transgression. He is a type of the coming one. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if by the one man's trespass many died, how much more have the grace of God and the gift which comes through the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflowed to the many? And the gift is not like the one man's sin, because from one sin came the judgment, resulting in condemnation. But from many trespasses came the gift, resulting in justification. Since by the one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive the overflow of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? So then, as through one trespass, there is condemnation for everyone. So also through one righteous act, there is justification leading to life for everyone. Oh, I'm so grateful for Jesus. <laughs> for just as through one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So also through the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. The law came along to multiply the trespass, but where sin multiplied, grace multiplied even more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace will reign through the righteousness, resulting in eternal life through Christ, Jesus Christ our Lord. What should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? So because grace is such an abounding thing, it's there to cover all the multitudes of sins. Should we sin? I love what Paul says. Absolutely not. How can we who died to sin still live in it? 
Or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. If you have received salvation of Jesus Christ and you have been obedient to him, you are set free from sin. You don't have to sin. Is sin possible? Is it still in the world? Yes, but you don't have to, you don't have to live in it. You don't have to do it. For if we have been united with him in the likeness of his death, we will certainly also be in the likeness of his resurrection. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be rendered powerless so that we may no longer be enslaved to sin since a person who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him because we know that Christ having been raised from the dead will not die again. Death no longer rules over him for the death he died. He died to sin once for all time. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you too consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires and do not offer any parts of it to sin as weapons for unrighteousness, but as those who are alive from dead, from the dead, offer yourselves to God and all the parts of yourselves to God as weapons for righteousness. For sin will not rule over you because you are not under the law, but under grace. See what I mean when I say Romans makes me want to run laps. I just want to run. I just want to shout. I just want to jump and praise. And he's so good. It's so, 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 so good. What then? Should we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Absolutely not. Don't you know that if you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of that one you obey, either of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But thank God that although you used to be slaves of sin, you obeyed from the heart that pattern of teaching to which you were handed over. And having been set free from sin, you became enslaved to righteousness. I'm using a human analogy because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you offered the parts of yourselves as slaves to impurity and to greater and greater lawlessness, so now offer them as slaves to righteousness, which results in sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free with regard with regard to righteousness. So what fruit was produced then from the things you are now ashamed of? The outcome of those things is death. But now since you have been set free from sin and have become enslaved to God, you have your fruit, which results in sanctification. And the outcome is eternal life for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And now Psalm 135. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Give praise, you servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praise to his name, for it is delightful. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself. Israel has his treasured possession. For I know that the Lord is great. Our Lord is greater than all gods. The Lord does whatever he pleases in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all the depths. He causes the clouds to rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain and brings the wind from his storehouses. He struck down the firstborn of Egypt, both people and animals. He sent signs and wonders against you, Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his officials. He struck down many nations and slaughtered mighty kings, Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kings of Canaan. He gave their land as an inheritance, an inheritance to his people, Israel. Lord, your name endures forever. Your reputation, Lord, through all generations. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear. Indeed, there is no breath in their mouths. 
Those who make them are just like them, as are all who trust in them. The house of Israel, bless the Lord. House of Aaron, bless the Lord. House of Levi, bless the Lord. You who revere the Lord, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord from Zion. He dwells in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. That's it, friends. Come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See ya.